0: BDSM United Podcast. I'm Primo Picky. Thank you for listening to another podcast in our BDSM United's uh, new and improved slave training uh, series. Uh, probably the single best method of improving self-image in a slave is telling it when it is pleasing you with their behavior. Positive reinforcement is a huge part of slave training. It builds self-image if during slave training you tell them when they are doing well. Uh, If a slave is a natural submissive, more than likely the slave will want to please you. If so, use that to your advantage and tell the slave when the slave is making you happy. Uh, A slave can have a set of unrealistic benchmarks for what it believes is a positive self-image. This could include money or possessions or other things that are valued in our current culture. But satisfaction and pride can come from social interest and a connectedness with the Master. The willingness to serve, to obey, and please for the benefit of the Master can provide not only lifelong self-esteem, Okay, but can earn a slave the esteem and appreciation of the master this this must be done by slave's own free will in order to last that lifetime of the relationship uh, enslavement by its own will to serve uh, to serve you not your force Often, the root of what constitute, constitutes the slave's self esteem needs to really be examined. You definitely want to challenge the slave's thoughts about itself, and you want to provide a good amount of encouragement. Um, what are some thoughts that can govern a slave's behavior? Um, they, they represent insights, philosophies, ideas, opinions self-talk, and judgments that constitute one's fundamental values, attitudes, and beliefs. Um, We really want to talk about thoughts for a minute because thoughts are more than the normal thinking we all do all the time in our conscious mind. Thoughts often spring from learned attitudes that are deep within our subconscious mind. Uh, Life experiences have forged our beliefs, and these beliefs must be identified to affect permanent change. See, Changing fundamental beliefs, which we often call changing a mindset or changing thinking, uh, allow you to mold a slave to serve you as master. Uh, Thoughts are one of the four basic areas of slave training, and like all the others, are based on... Things that are like safe, sane, and consensual practices clearly defined in BDSM lifestyle. Um, this is consensual slavery. Again, not forced slavery, because that type of slavery falls outside of the scope of BDSM altogether. The aim of slave training is to change a slave's fundamental beliefs, to establish slavery as a fundamental part of its being and make disobedience an unacceptable option for the slave. After the slave accepts slavery, the focus changes to developing him or her into a slave that serves, obeys, and pleases the master. I think you probably hear us if you listen to more than one podcast. We're kind of echoing some of the similar things, but we're really trying to just kind of build progressively on them as well and really reinforce some of the similar concepts throughout the podcast uh, series as it unfolds. Uh, This may mean replacing some of your slave's attitudes. Uh, Slaves' thoughts are changed by communication, by reason, logic, and lecture. Uh, Oftentimes, it's important to explain your position as its master. Uh, Thinking is not changed by force it's changed it uh it's changed by the way your slave views something uh if it views kneeling before you as negative it will never be a positive step in training therefore um why it feels bad about kneeling really needs to be addressed if it desires to be a slave then most the then If it desires, sorry, to be a slave, then most of the negative feelings can be overcome with communication. Um, no privacy of thoughts should be tolerated by a slave in training. A slave should be trained to be open. We, this is often called transparency to discussing its beliefs and its private logic you know, it's inward thoughts and, and it's feelings. Explaining what is expected of uh, of the slave and positive reinforcement are often the best methods of getting a slave to become open. Uh, it's a master's duty to ensure that his slave understands that in order for him or in, in order for it to be properly trained, the slave is helpless in keeping his or her private thoughts and feelings to themselves Questions that are asked by the master must be answered from the slave's deepest feelings and thoughts. Only by doing so is change possible. So communication is always important in all of BDSM, but communication with the master in his way of discovering faulty faulty thinking about BDSM or slavery or a hundred other issues during the slave's development is really important. Holding in feeling has no place in in slavery. In other words, the slave shouldn't really be holding anything back. Uh, As as a slave, uh, it grants the master access to its inner thoughts. Uh, Even its inner thoughts no longer uh, belong to the slave. The master now possesses those inner thoughts. Uh, Practice is needed really to develop this skill. A faulty thinking has to be recognized and challenged by the master. Often the slave is unaware of these faulty cognitions until they're uncovered, they're discussed, and they're challenged. Uh, Incorrect behavior on the part of the slave is always associated with incorrect thoughts, Or a lack of attention to the correct behavior. Let me repeat that because that's really important. Because uh, mindset is really, mindset and focus are very important in slave training. So, incorrect behavior on the part of the slave is always associated with incorrect thoughts or a lack of attention to correct behavior. At times, the best long-term correction of undesirable behavior is to explore the thought process that took place while the incorrect action was occurring. I'm primal picky. I-, I hope that uh, these slave training series have uh, series podcasts have been helping you in developing a slave training. Uh, uh, your own slave training process. <laughs> um, we dealt with a, a lot of things about behavior. We introduced concepts like operant and classical conditioning. Uh, we associated them with SNM and how that plays a role. And we now have talked several times about thoughts and subconscious and image, self-image. And um, they're really just kind of giving a complete picture of the slave training process. We still have some more episodes in this series to unfold before you uh, in in the future as we go on. But I just really hope that you'll reach out to us and let us know how this series has been helping you. Um, uh, The best way to do that is to reach out to us through any of our social medias available and they're all listed on www.bdsmunited.com and if you're listening on your favorite platform, leave us a review, a like a comment, a thumbs up you know uh, different platforms have different ways for you to interact with us and it's important that you do that interaction. Um, because um, you're also enabling other adults to find uh, our BDSM educational resources. And when other adults or adults in general are educated, it's just really good for our BDSM community. So you're really racking up a lot of good karma. And thank you for participating and playing your part in helping our BDSM, educa- uh, our BDSM community at large become educated. It's been a joy talking to you today, and I'll talk to you again soon. Before you go, head on over and visit our friend, Nookie, at datingkinky.com. She's been a longtime supporter and friend of Whips, Chains, and Duct Tape, and she's built a very inclusive service that is Dating Kinky, built by kinksters for kinksters, Poly, queer, trans folk, and anyone not quite vanilla, and it's free. But also check out a plus membership. It gives you access to nine books, three online classes, and over 250 webinar replays. That's nearly 400 hours of kinky education. Plus membership is an amazing deal. You also get access to amazing features like voice and video chat. That's datingkinky.com.